Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's a Monday evening. We got a real cool guest hanging out with us on Zoom. Um, we've hung out before, but you were kind of the silent partner in the corner of the room, <laughs> the voyeur. Do you know what I remember most about our guest from that evening? How uh, you guys were staying in an Airbnb and we showed up to record at the Airbnb. So obviously this was was this was pre-COVID. Yeah, you were in this beautiful house and you were leaving like the very next day, like I think stupidly early or something. So uh, they tried to be good hosts and hosts and hostess and make this beautiful charcuterie. I can't even say the word right now, board for us. But they're like, this is all we had left. So she's like, we got some random fruits here, some crackers. This was all the cheese we had left. Honestly, it was a pretty good spread considering you were leaving when the was, next day. I, you know, my memory's so bad because I smoked too much fucking pot. When was this? Was this after it the was, Canadian it massage? It was right after the Canadian yes. massage. So this is 2019 then, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. Now it's all sort of coming back. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. We're hanging out in our bedroom um, talking to Michelle on Zoom. So Michelle is a massage therapist in South Florida. She's also um, part of Cupping Canada. So you may remember her husband. I can say that now because they recently got married and I got to watch it over Zoom. That was pretty good. <laughs> or no, Yay. Facebook Live. Facebook, That's yeah. what it was. Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so her and her husband, Paul, um, they are cupping Canada. And we did a podcast with them, as Mark said, back in 2019. And Michelle also uh, has... A couple of new projects on the go. One of them is this group, Mobile Massage Mastery, which I'll let her talk about. And I was just informed by Mark literally 10 seconds before he hit record that there's also a book in the works, which I didn't know about. So I'm going to be learning lots of new things about you, Michelle. <laughs> and I will <laughs> Me say, too. <laughs> I will say that... Um, here at Two RMTs and a Mic, we pick favorites. We wanted to have Michelle on because we just like her. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. Who do we pick favorites between? You lost me on that. I'm just saying we we just bring guests general? on because it's people we want to well, hang out oh, with. That, yeah, well, that's this was given. just an excuse to <laughs> hang out on Zoom with somebody we want to talk to. All right, before we get started, Michelle, thank you for hanging out with us and being the person behind the mic tonight. So, because you were the silent partner the last time, for everybody listening, can you introduce yourself? Yes. First, it's great to see you all. Um, I have been a massage therapist for over 20 years. I have spent most of my time in South Florida doing mobile massage. I lived in Phoenix, Arizona for a couple of years, and I'm originally from Kentucky. Where'd you do massage school? Did you do massage school in Kentucky? Yes, I went to massage school in Kentucky at the Natural Health Institute. I was actually the first student to graduate at the school, and I became very close with the school owners, and they let me use a room at this school for free to start my massage practice. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes, it was actually awesome. Um, fast forward to a couple of years went by. I was also um, taught preschool. So that was kind of my main source of income. I didn't really get into massage too much in Kentucky because I like the kids. Um, I also worked as a entertainment director and booking agent and promoter for electronic music. I had my own business and uh, a lot of my friends were in Nashville. So I would go down to Nashville and 
do a club thing all night and teach children all week. <laughs> oh my God. That's pretty cool. You have like this crazy career path that I didn't even know about. <laughs> How the hell did massage get into this mix then? Because nothing about anything you said right now sounded right. like you were going to go in the direction of massage. And you just didn't go in the direction of massage. You <laughs> you, you, you guys were in Cupping Canada, Cupping USA. You guys teach courses. You you have product. Like you, you went fucking full on into massage. Not like, mm, I'm just going to start doing this on the Aside for the fun of it, it you, like you got the yes. Facebook group, the book coming. How did you get into massage therapy? So back to me being an entertainment director and booking agent and promoter, I also threw raves. And I used to travel all over the Midwest. I had a lot of friends that were promoters that would throw huge events with 3,000, 5,000 people. Um, and when I first started going, they had these tents and massage therapists were set up in the tents. And At the raves. Yes. That is such an American thing. I don't think we would ever see that here. <laughs> Well, and here I am like a newbie going to these raves before I started throwing my own events because I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I do this? I want to go to a rave and listen to music and massage people and make money. Like, this is amazing. So that's kind of what I did. Um, eventually, I got not out of the rave scene, but being a someone that went to the raves and started throwing my own and created a booking agency. Um, I had about 25 DJs all over the U.S. And I worked at a nightclub, an after-hours nightclub in Nashville as the entertainment director. And from there, I was decided to go to massage school so I could follow this dream. I never did massage at a rave. This is so cool. So crazy. This is like, I think something that not a lot of, I think a lot, not a lot of people think about this going into massage. How old were you when you decided to go to massage school? Because everything that you said before working as a promoter and all, and all that kind of shit, that to me sounds like a fucking young person's game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. where, where you I'm can, tired where listening you can to be it. up all night and, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's cool and stuff. But was it a moment where you're like, I cannot keep doing this for a long time. I got to do something else. Was it one of those? No, because I. I still kind of lived that lifestyle for a mm -hmm. while <laughs> after. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I really thought that I was going to go to raves and massage the DJs and be there and listen to music all the time. And then when I switched and, and started doing the event promotion, um, that kind of took up all my time. So I didn't really focus on massage at all. And I had a friend who was a DJ in South Florida and I, and I had another friend in Nashville and his mother lived in Jacksonville. So we got him booked at a nightclub in Jacksonville and we went down and she was talking about how she was the inner, inner, um, the director of a preschool that is in Jacksonville. And I said, Oh, well, I work at a preschool in Kentucky. Are you hiring? And she was like, matter of fact, I am. And so I was like, really? She said, yes. Can you come down in a month? And I'm like, sure. So I go home and say, Hey, mom and dad, I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> and <laughs> they're like, what? 
So I talked one of my friends into moving down with me. We packed up my whole entire car and drove to Florida. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> How do you just convince a friend to move to Florida with you? Who are these people? I want to know. Like, let's just, I'm just going to, I'm sure I'm just going to pick up, leave Kentucky, head down a couple states and end up in Florida for just to live. Right. Like, how but it f- is actually only a couple states. Kentucky to Florida is not I that get it. far. I get it. I get it. I understand that. But I can't have a friend even now, even when I was younger, convince me to, let's move to London, Ontario. That's yeah. just two hours away. <laughs> Someone's going to move me out of state just through a conversation. Like, hey, come live with me in Florida. <laughs> Florida's way cooler than London, Ontario. No offense, London people. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yes, it's true. So how do you convince your friend to do this? I want to know what that conversation sounds like. Well, she had recently just had a really bad breakup and they had been together for probably close to 10 years since she was 14 or 15. And um, they were really big in the tattoo industry and they broke up and all of his friends were her friends and she just was not happy. And so I've just, I'm a good influencer. I'm like, come on, let's go. So we drove down and got a place and she only lasted about two months and left me stuck with all the bills and went back to Kentucky. Oh, no. (laughs) But it was fine because then I called my friend whose mother lived there and said, hey, my friend just moved out. Do you want to come down and bring your girlfriend? So then they came down and lived with me. And uh, at that point, I had started um, finding more DJs that were in South Florida and the one of the DJs that I knew, he knew a guy that contracted out with Marriott Hotels, um, and they he did chair massage by the pools and massages in the suites. So he referred us, and um, when I talked to him, he said you can make about a thousand dollars a week, and I'm like, what? Because I was making minimal money teaching preschool for 40 hours a week. So it was kind of a no brainer. So then I left Jacksonville and went to South Florida. And that is when my massage career pretty much started is in South Florida. And so that was massaging at events. Yeah. Um, I started working for Ernie. He is one of the most amazing therapists. He's taught me a lot. And um, we were doing hotels and then I would start, I started meeting friends and, you know, working out per- with personal trainers. They are my biggest source of referrals. So I would network with a lot of people and work for him while I'm building my own business. And I just pretty much started doing mobile from the start. And I have worked in every setting you could possibly imagine. Probably some you wouldn't even realize <laughs> that you would get massages there. I want to know. I know. I was like, I'm watching your face as you say that. I didn't even realize you like, can get massages like there. I'm like, like where? What do where? You, I want to hear the dirt, where, Michelle. Where can I get a massage that I really shouldn't get a massage at? Like where? Well, I mean, just things that some people probably wouldn't expect. I've been on yachts. I was hired to do a drum and bass event for, and was on a yacht traveling around Miami Bay. Um, I've done tons of backstage work at concerts, which that was, I mean, I've been doing that for 15 years, probably obviously with COVID that's non-existent anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, within the past six or so years, it's definitely a lot less the, the, a lot of the tours don't want to spend money on massage or massage schools have contacted them to, 
uh, send a therapist for free. Um, I have obviously done a bunch of sporting events. I would get hired to go to Miami Dolphins football games and be in the VIP lounges and massage all the celebrities or athletes. How do you get to that level? How do you get that status, Michelle? Was this just your networking, your glowing personality and charisma? People just loved you and wanted you there. <laughs> I feel like it, it's it, it's all the networking. Like yeah. This is one of those types of things where, and this is just me spitballing shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But if I was to get... Yes. It's one of these things where once you're kind of in the circle, then you can easily make your way through the circle. No problem. Yeah. It's just getting in the circle. And that comes down to who you know. It's all about networking at that point. Oh, yeah. Referrals. I mean, personal trainers that know or train professional athletes. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's just all the networking. I started, uh, I worked for a company for 15 years and I was going to trade shows. And that is how I made a lot of my connections because I would network with all the other companies and talk to them and meet people and um, the educators and manufacturers. So I'm friends with a lot of companies um, that manufacture products and a lot of the top educators. And I just kept going to conferences. Well, for working, obviously, I've I've actually never attended a conference as an attendee <laughs> because I went from working from one business and then I met Paul and I'm like, hey, I like you and you like me and we're way far apart. So let's start a business so we can travel the world and write it off. That was the smartest thing. I, I remember hearing that story the first time when we met you guys back in 2019. I'm like, you guys are freaking brilliant. Like you've cracked the code. How did how did you guys meet? I don't know if Paul told the story or if he did, I don't remember it. We met at the MTAM conference. I was uh, contracted to come up with a supplier and um, be the rep for the company that I worked for at the time. And we met at some point during the conference. And then that night we went to dinner and at dinner, he was in his phone. I was in my phone. We both just had a really bad breakup of like uh, three years. Like we had so many similarities. It was crazy. So we didn't even really talk much. And then the next day he came over to the booth and I'm like, Oh, he's the president of this association and he teaches courses. I got to get this product in his hand. So I'm trying to sell, sell, sell. <laughs> and, um, he actually asked me to go to the dinner, um, that evening and I had already had plans. So I didn't go, <laughs> but I got his social media and started messaging him as trying to still sell him stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> that's who I am. And, um, the conversations, we just had so much in common and they just kept going and going and going. And then after about two months of this, I'm like, what are we doing? So I was... You haven't bought anything from me. So what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So I... Um, no, actually, he did buy stuff from me. But we were still just... It kept going. And I'm like, you know, what are we going to do? Maybe we should see what's happening here. And I had had a cruise, a Mediterranean cruise booked. So I was going on that. And then I was going to fly home for eight hours and then go and see him. But then when I was on the cruise, I got a call from the company that I worked for saying they wanted me to go to London to work. So the trip got delayed a bit. And finally, I went and met him again. And the rest is history. And that is how Cupping Canada and Cupping USA was born. <laughs> yes. And it's like, uh, you know, if 
originally, um, this was my idea. I had a different business partner and we ended up buying her out. And now we've been on our own for a year and a half, two years. And it's just amazing at how busy and big that we've become in such a short time. Um, COVID has been really, uh, for us, a blessing. <laughs> um, luckily, we've had no one affected by it that is close to us. But for our business, going to online has <laughs> probably increased our sales. Do you feel bad saying that? Do you feel bad feeling that? Because I'm not going to lie. We've been doing well during COVID. And I'm very proud of us for figuring out a way to making it work. And we busted our asses to do that, to find a way to make it work so we can survive. And we did way more than survive. But I also yes. feel like a fucking asshole. I do too. I feel horrible that we were doing well and there's people that can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, and still aren't doing anything. And it's... It, it's uh, it's very sad just to see the amount of therapists that had to close their practice that still aren't working and people that have been in business for 20 years. I thankfully live in South Florida and COVID was only there for like two months. So I know, I know. Like we have so many um, friends either who live in the States or who are just there, like different parts. You know, I've got a friend in Nashville and every day that I see her photos of her and her husband and their kids, I'm like, you guys are just living life. Like it doesn't even look like pandemic. What pandemic? Like what? what's going on there? And here in Ontario, we, I just said to Mark today, like this feels never ending at this point. Well, the, the last two times I've came to Winnipeg, we did our isolation and the day we got out, they went on full lockdown and we couldn't go see his family or his friends. And then the same thing happened this time and we're told to stay home. So I'm here for two and a half months, basically just staying home for now, you know, and, and there's just so much that both of us have to work on. And, um, this just allows me to do that. You know, I, my practice was so busy in Florida. I was doing six to eight massages every day and driving three to four hours. And it's just too much. I have a hard time saying no. If I take a day off and I stay in town, someone will call and say, Hey, there's four of us here. I'm not going to turn down the money. I'm going to go do the massage. So it was right. getting to the point where I would have to drive to the West coast of Florida, stay out of town for three days. So I actually wouldn't, wouldn't work. And Paul was down for four months and then he needed to come back to start seeing his clients. And, uh, I decided it was time for a break and um, taking two months off. And I never in my life thought I would be able to do that. You know what? I understand both of you guys. I also sometimes feel bad, but at the same time, like I do, but I don't. I, I was going to say you both of both Mark and myself and you and Paul, like I see you guys, I see what you're doing. And Michelle, you're busy. Like we said, you have two new projects, which I want to talk about. You're not just sitting there taking a whole whole vacation for two months with your feet up, you're working. That's why I don't feel bad, but I do feel bad. It's such a weird go. Yeah. I don't feel bad because I'm not sitting around doing nothing, complaining about it. I'm actively finding ways to make things work. 
but I still feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it alone. Back bad. to her, to transitioning over, you know, when this happened, he, I knew the borders were going to close. So I said, you better get down here now. If you don't get down here, we are not going to see each other. And we still would not have seen each other to date. So he came down two days later, the border was closed. So we had four courses planned in four different States. And we were like, how do we do this and not have to give everyone back their money? So we said, we're going online. We're doing it. We called everywhere to find a webcam because COVID had already started a bit. Nobody had a webcam. We found one webcam and it was 50 miles away and we paid for it and we drove 50 miles to go get the webcam. You do what you got to do. And this is, you know, as Mark said, this is the kind of stuff we've been doing. He's had to buy so much more equipment and even just the hours spent learning different platforms and different techniques and different setups. But not even that. It's also just like now I'm making video. Now I'm editing video. Mm. Now I'm doing. Now I'm doing the audio for the video. Like it's a whole fucking ball game. It's a lot of shit. That if you're doing it by yourself, it is a time fucking consuming thing. Oh yeah. I mean, we have not stopped. We haven't had a moment to. Well, I mean, we have taken a couple of vacations, but we're still we're doing stuff in our phone while we're on the West coast, just chilling. It's always, you got to answer emails. You have to do this. And, um, it's just go, go, go. We, we ripped up my entire gym room and moved everything into a, the garage and turned it into a full studio. And so we just shot videos for the first two months. I was actually being, cause I wasn't working. Um, I was being there live in the class. So all of our demos were do being done on me live. And then finally, when I started to work again, I was like, we need to record this. Mm. Yeah. So we did all the videos that we needed. And um, then he would be teaching and I would go working. And when we first started, I mean, we were doing like three classes a week or something crazy. And then we slowly narrowed it down to just doing one a month because we found you know, only having one a month, it gets more people in yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, instead of, and and it's more time for us to be doing something else. Yeah, much more efficient. Um, good for you, though, for lasting that long, being the live body. The very first live stream class that we did, uh, Mark and I went together and we did all the demos live. So either I would do it on him or he would do it on me. If you're going to do that, you just kind of, you need a crew of people. or you Yes, need, you or need you, a crew. You need it was a, just the two of us. Or you need a lot of camera angles. Like, we did just on the weekend, we had a pelvic health for manual therapist course. We have two pelvic floor physios that teach it. And we offered it both in class and live stream. And it was, it was so easy on their end because they just literally carried on like it was business as usual for them just teaching an in-class course. And I was, you know, the guy behind the scenes making sure the audio was good, making sure that the people on Zoom were getting certain shots. Were they getting the screenshot or were they getting this camera? Were they getting that camera? And then running out, doing out camera work. So, I mean, if you have a crew, it actually comes out really, really, really well and it's easy as hell. I mean, for the person doing the the teaching, for the like for for me doing yeah, but the behind they, the scenes shit, they had you, they had you, yeah, and that, because I you work a lot. and because you teach live stream courses, you know 
what you want to translate over Zoom, right? I think that's the other thing is you need somebody who knows how to work these camera angles and how to make sure that the people at home are getting the in-class experience. Yeah. So those pelvic if, floor if physios, the they had you. Stream. They were lucky. <laughs> I like the live stream, but that's the hard part about it. it but I, I enjoy doing it way more. I even enjoy doing the behind the scenes audio video stuff. Though. That's fun too, actually. Just running around all day with a fucking headset. <laughs> so Michelle, we've, we've sort of brought up twice your two new projects Let's talk about this group. What motivated you to start an entire mobile massage group? Well, I have been doing mobile for many years and I've had many therapists that have come to me to ask, how do I do this? And I have mentored several of them throughout the last three or so years. And I just, it, I've been like, I have notes, obviously, of stuff that I've been creating for when these people ask me questions, I can just copy and paste and send it to them instead of typing the same thing out every time. And um, I just decided that I needed a project because I don't have enough to do already. (laughs) But I'm always like, I have an idea. Like, that's my thing. And Paul's like, oh my God, what? We don't need any more ideas. I understand, Paul. This is Mark. Like at three o'clock in the morning, he'll turn to me. He's like, I just had the best fucking idea. I'm like, save it. I need to sleep. Tell me tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, his face looks so sad right now because that's exactly how it happens. (laughs) So I have, you know, I always have just been... thinking about writing a course because there isn't anything uh, in like a course for mobile massage therapists. And it's such a unique way to do massage therapy and be your own boss or be a contractor for someone, someone else. And I just decided to create the group. I noticed another group. It was like a mobile massage therapist group. It's been um, archived and I don't know how long. I don't know if it's that because of COVID or what has happened. So I was like, you know what? Let me start this group. So I started the group. It's been 10 days and there's already over a thousand members. Right on. Hey. So it's, it's pretty crazy. So I am just there to help uh, give some answers and some feedback of what has helped make me successful in these 21 or so years um, to make sure they are aware of safety Mm -hmm. and tools and equipment and write-offs and you know, scheduling and screening and, you know, it's not just, Oh, someone wants a massage. Let me go to their house. There is a whole nother ball game on the back end of stuff you need to be prepared for. So I, you know, started the group and it was fun and I just knew I was going to do a course And that's kind of what I had been making notes for to do a PowerPoint. And then I just woke up at 3.45 in the morning. Of course you did. I started just writing the book. So now the book is probably going to be finished before the course. However, I think I'm going to release the course first before the book because there may be some extra things that I learn in the process that I want to add into the book. Um, So my brain will not turn off. And there's so many amazing people in the group already, people asking questions. There's therapists that have also been doing mobile for just as long as I have. Um, People who have um, 
renovated buses and vans and and redone them and they drive to someone's location and have them come out to them instead of going into someone's home um so yeah that's um kind of what I'm doing now and it's I haven't slept maybe four hours the past (laughs) five or so nights because I just I can't shut my brain off and I try I go on walks and yoga and but yeah, it's like, I, I want to get it done because I know when I go back to Florida, it's back to <laughs> massaging six to eight people every day again. See, this is, this is different though. Like, I feel like tired, tired is like tired of doing something you don't want to do. I feel like the reason you can run off of four hours of sleep or three hours of yeah. sleep every night is because this is something you, you're enjoying doing. So it's not draining your energy, right? It's just, it's something you want to keep working on and get it done. And you've given yourself a deadline. Totally understand. And I love this, this group. I'm, I'm a part of the group and I see all the activity. Like you said, you started it 10 days ago and there's so much discussion already. I've seen the posts about the people who've converted the vans. You know what came to my mind immediately? If you have ever listened to the podcast, I'm a huge Friends fan. I'm in fact wearing a Friends t-shirt right now. You probably can't see it. But immediately I thought, relaxy taxi. That was one of Phoebe's ideas in Friends. (laughs) (laughs) The relaxy taxi. I want to know of all of these things that you do, like, what do you enjoy doing the most? Because you sound like you're so fucking riled up about this right now. And then you're like, I got to get it all done because when I go back to Florida, I'm back to treating, you know, six to eight people a day. Like, if you had the opportunity to pause any one of those and then just go full force into one of them, which would it be? Um, I don't really know. I don't think I could go full force into just one of them. I have a lot of amazing clients and you know, people that count on me, professional athletes, celebrities. So I don't want to kind of turn them away right now. Um, I, the cupping business is, uh, takes a lot of time too. I do all of our social media and marketing for that. We don't spend any money on marketing except what we pay me, um, which is not what I'm worth. Um, I think, right. Like if I had to do this right now and say, spend the next one year only doing something then I probably would focus on this mobile massage mastery, because there are obviously so many people that need help in this, that want to work for themselves, that don't know what to do. And yeah, I guess that would be it. I, I think it, I think it's great that you're doing this, this because there are people I've gotten questions very often. I, I talk about it a small portion of our business course. I bring up mobile because, I, as I said, I have done it and I feel like you have to really want to do it, to be honest. I didn't enjoy doing mobile. I see the pros of it. I see, you know, the little to no overhead, right? You're traveling around. So as you said, there's massive write-offs. Um, I didn't. I didn't enjoy the whole idea of doing the screening and all of this and going to different places and having to factor in travel into my workday. That's just me. There's so many pros to it. But I see such a need for therapists who want to get into mobile and who don't know all of the back end stuff that you brought up. So I think that this is going to be really great and help a lot of people because I I do get questions about it all the time. Um, I actually had a therapist who uh, she took cupping with me. I don't know, maybe a few months ago, it was like during COVID, she came and did a one-on-one training with us um, in cupping. And she's a mobile therapist. And she's been messaging me like nonstop, like, 
can I bring the cups with me? How do I do that? What do you think is the best? And so I've just been giving her tips on how to use her tools while being on the road. And these are things that you can very well, I should actually add her to your group. Just put that in my to-do list. I'll add her to your group because she's just recently gone 100% mobile. Before that, she sort of had a clinic as well. I enjoy having a space that's mine and being in that space, but I really see the appeal for mobile. And I know you're not allowed to say like, the celebrities that you've treated, but I've seen some pictures of you with some celebrities. So <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to assume they were clients of yours, but I, I don't know, right? Because you're not gonna right. say. I just dig this whole the whole this is there's so many different things that you can do in this profession, industry, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And I'm in love with like the business side of almost all of these things. I don't know what it is. The businesses that can come out of this freaking field are just fucking mind blowing to me. Yeah, it's, it's like, super it's, cool. It's, uh, it, as creative as you want to be, is that's as far as you can take it. Like it's there's no end to it, and it's so cool to me. Yeah, this group I can see just branching off into a whole bunch of things for you. This is sort of, you know, as you said, you don't really spend money on marketing, right? This is like free advertising for your book and for your course because people are looking to you as the mobile master, right? You've been doing this for two decades. You obviously know how to get into places. Like that's a a hard thing for people. So I used to do corporate massage. Now at, at this time, I wasn't the one setting up the contracts. I had a friend who had already had ins at a bunch of different companies and I was her like right-hand man, the massage therapist, and she would set up contracts for me at all these different companies in the GTA. It was an awesome fucking payday. Like I would go into oh, yeah. a company for an eight-hour day and I would walk out of there and be like, I just made like the easiest like five, six hundred bucks of my life just having like either a table or a chair set up in a private area of an office building. Like it was it was awesome. And like we said, no overhead. Like the company yep. didn't care because for them, this was great. They were giving their employees something. Most of them, the companies that I worked for, I think all of them actually had extended health care. So literally it cost nothing for the company to have me there. And so, yeah, when I when I teach business, that's questions that come up. Like, how do you get in? How do you make these contacts? And this is where you're going to be gold for these people. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I say, you know, take a lot of classes, learn several different modalities. Like for me, I don't have a niche. I'll massage anybody anywhere (laughs) within (laughs) reason, obviously, you know, I took pediatric massage and, um, I have a lot of families that I'll go over to their house and I'm there for four or five hours massaging the whole family and I can be done with my day. And I'm only driving to one place and having a great day. So it's good that, you know, to have other uh, modalities under your book. I mean, if you like kids, that's definitely one thing I recommend because you have a family and you get in with their kids. That's And and I was massaging these children, this family twice a week, um, every week. And the the mother, the father, and three children. That's a nice little Saturday. Then that just turns it to word of mouth. Like yep. uh, this happened to me with, oh, yeah. when I was doing personal training. Oh, yeah, you would train entire oh, families. It was insane. It was so easy too because you just end up like I was never a mobile trainer until the, the girl I was dating at the time. Um, she had a client at a, at a health club, 
And then that client asked my girlfriend at the time, can you train my son in our house? Oh, right. And she, she was like, go. no, I don't want to. She, I was also a trainer. She turns to me and says like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to train this, this 18 year old kid, this 18 year old boy in their house. Do you want to do it? And I was like, cool, I'll, I'll do it. Whatever. Why not? And then I pull up. I don't, I don't know where I'm going. And I end up in this like really nice gated community. And I'm like, this is going to be good. And so then I'm training this this kid at home, this 18-year-old guy, this 18-year-old guy, and now his mother's like, "Hmm, maybe I should just train at home." And so now I'm training the mother and the son, and now her husband's like, "Hmm, can you come by during my lunch break cuz I can I'd love <laughs> to come home and, and work out." And so now I'm training this whole family and I'm spending like the freaking full morning there, you know, just going through the family members and then that spreads to um, my sister-in-law is looking for someone to come to her house. Would you travel there? And then next thing you know, I've got like 8,000 fucking home clients. I don't even need 8,000. You really only need four families. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, and, and, that's, and that's how you got through massage school, right? Like yeah, yeah. he was he was doing this mobile therapy thing, which was no, well, perfect. Personal training. Right, sorry. Mo- uh, mobile um, training. And then when he decided to go to massage school, well, you don't have to quit your job. You just work your clients around yeah. your classes. So he was able to go to massage school and still keep his it job. It made massage school like I didn't I didn't find it difficult because I already had a kin degree, but it made it hard because I would train two people before massage school started. My massage classes started at 8 a.m. I was up super early to be in this one person's house at like 4.30 and then be at someone else's house at like 6. And then for me, so by the time, you know, 11.30 in the in the morning rolled around. That's and why it was you like, slept through anatomy. anatomy <laughs> I was out. I was Thank God out. you already knew anatomy. And then for me, school was done probably about 2 o'clock-ish. And then I would go to my gym job. I'd go to the health club that my buddy owned. Mm-hmm. And then I would work a shift from like 5 to 9, 5 to 10. <laughs> it was crazy. Mobile is such such a cool thing. Like I said, I I shouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. When I first started, I loved it. I did it for five years. It was once I had children that I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with the extra travel. I just want to go to a place, set up for the day, work there, and go home. But pre-children, I didn't mind traveling to different parts of the city or even north of the city. Like I remember once going to treat a home client. Um, She asked me to come to her and it was sort of somebody I knew from before. She was my client before when she lived in the city. She moved way up north, like Aurora or something. And she asked me to come to her home. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm going to have to like tack on extra money to travel that far. You know, I'm not coming all the way out there. For, and she was like, okay, that's not a problem. She's like, but I can probably get like my husband, maybe my sister. I ended up driving, I don't know, maybe an hour out of Toronto, but having like three, four people all at this one house. And I was like, oh, okay, this is not so bad, right? I don't know how you guys do it. Like the treating, treating someone in their home that I know is fine because I'm a fan of the familiar. Anything that I'm not familiar with, anything that's new to me, I actually get a, I get, I get a crazy anxiety over and I, I don't, I don't do well with things that I'm not familiar with. And then being a mobile therapist, like taking on new patients, it's the unfamiliar all the fucking time. That would be I would feel, a little I, anxiety. I feel inducing. really uncomfortable <laughs> being in places that I'm not used to being in someone's house. I don't even feel comfortable to occupy space and move So let's ask the mobile master then. So like, let's is, ask the mobile master. Well, that's my point. A lot of this is personality too. Like this is just not something I can do. See, I'm not an 
introvert like you, but I also preferred when I was doing the corporate mobile stuff or events. Like I did do a couple of events where people would hire me just to come to like, you know, not raves, but I would come to this event and, you know, have my chair and, you know, treat people at this event. But I didn't do a lot of in-home unless it was a pre-existing client. I mean, I assume you do this, Michelle. Um, do you ever get this anxiety when you get a new request that like, I'm going to somebody's house I've never met before? Or are you just like so comfortable with this idea now? I probably am going to say that I was more comfortable when I started um, going to people's houses. I, I screened people, but definitely not as thoroughly as I do now. Uh, in the beginning, I just wanted all the clients all the time. And to get my name out there. Um, now, fortunately, I don't really have time for new clients. Um, I, you know, I'm going home around July 7th and I'm already booked like, or sorry, the 7th is our anniversary. So not then, probably July <laughs> 9th because I'm already booked for like three weeks out. So people are, new people are messaging me now and I'm like, Hey, I don't have anything available until August. Um, I, uh, South Florida is a very odd place and the amount of creeps that I have encountered just mostly through text because I'm very good at weaning them out. Um, it's unbelievable. And a lot of it is last minute. They want to know if you can come today and I don't entertain that. I say, I book several days in advance and this is what I have available. If you would like to schedule and your name, your address, your phone number, this, I, I list out a whole thing. And if they are interested in a massage, they will respond with the information. And if not, they won't. So for me right now, I'm really taking referrals. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of clients I see same day, same time every week. So um, I'm blessed that way, I guess. I you know, when I would go to people's homes, I think I was, I didn't really think too much about it when I first started. Oh, to be young and dumb again. I probably would have been fine with it in my 20s as well. Ah, eh, who cares? It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. I mean, I've had a couple of like weirdos when I was there, but I was able to control the situation and get out. I've had friends that have had to call the police to get their table. I showed up to do a massage at a hotel and the man paid me and the woman left and she didn't even want a massage. She just wanted to play cards. And so I just sat and played cards with her. <laughs> Pretty funny. I'm not going to force her to get a massage so i made two hundred dollars to sit and play solid sit and play crazy eights um you know but when i am in someone's home it is it is weird i i do kind of observe what's around me is there anything i can use for a weapon um that's an odd book why do they have that or i just <laughs> see random stuff that might make me say, hmm, I don't know about this place. But, you know, again, that's been years and years and years ago. And um, I have my concealed carry permit, but I do not carry because I don't feel the need. I have mace on my keychain. I have never felt the need for that. So it's unfortunate that many have. Um, so I 
am glad now that I'm in a place to where I don't need to accept new clients. Uh, if I do, I screen the heck out of them. Mm-hmm. I Google them. I look them up on social media. I Google image their house to see what neighborhood they're in. I They would probably be quite alarmed if they knew how much information <laughs> I knew about them <laughs> when I showed up just to give them a massage. You know what? You're about to be in one of the most like intimate and vulnerable settings with them. They got to be okay with you knowing what the neighborhood looks like before you arrive. Right. Well, and it also helps me gauge my pricing too, because if I, you know, my pricing on my website states $100 plus an hour because I will drive a 60 mile radius from Jupiter to Miami and then 20 miles out west, but I tack on a whole lot more money if I'm driving more than 15 minutes away from my house. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're not the first person to say that Florida's full of creeps. Do you remember when we did the recording with Montana? Yes. And she worked both in Florida and New York. And she said when she worked in New York, she never had the type of creeps and the type of requests she had when she worked in Florida. And that trips me out because I'm like, New York is so Yeah, you'd think New York would be way worse. (laughs) I'm going to say you guys a, a text a screenshot that I got a couple of days and I didn't respond and they even sent me the same text the next day and it is horrible oh my horrible. god yes um so I've you know had clients that I've been seeing for four months every week and the wife and the children are out in the living room and then one day I get a text from him it's like hey I have a friend and he wants to know if and he's like I told him no but it's a lot of money and I mean a lot of money and I'm like I'm not a prostitute so no well, you could wear a glove. Oh my God. You can turn, <laughs> you can, can turn wear your a head. Glove. Yes. Yes. So I have heard it all. So I, you know, there's, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, there is a video, um, on YouTube and it's, um, it's called the sexy happy ending, I think. Oh my God. And no. It, Okay, so you have to go and watch this video. Um, it is just a mock of a Asian woman doing a massage on a man, and he asks for a happy ending, and she um, calls in, and it's like a bunch of clowns run in the room with balloons <laughs> and blowing horns, and it's like this two-minute video, and it's like... I think I have it, seen this, actually. It's, <laughs> hyster- it's hysterical. So, I even am mentioning this in my book, because I have actually sent the link to some of these men, <laughs> and I say, no, do not contact me again, and then I just send the link. Like, when people come at me with stuff like that, I... I'm often not very nice. I just, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't have tolerance for it anymore. So I've got, I've got two people that I um, am connected with on social media that have two different takes on this. So you may know Joyce, the sailing massage therapist. She's the founder of Respect Massage. Do you follow her? I have seen the group mm-hmm, or the page. Joyce gives good tips like what you're saying about a screening clients especially if you're mobile but how to screen people and how to maybe spot a creep before getting into an uncomfortable situation and exactly what you said about same day bookings Joyce has said on her page you know if somebody can't wait you know till next week or a few days or you know they're unwilling to fill out all the information it's i want a massage today like right now 
that's a huge red flag. Um, We have another friend who's a therapist who, you know, she gets requests. You know, some guys might send her a message and you can tell they're fishing. She she is always very friendly in her response. She says, you know what? Maybe these guys legitimately don't know that I'm not somebody who offers that type of service, right? Because right. it does exist, especially where we are in Toronto. There's oh, yeah. there's literally rub and tugs on every corner for Well yeah, it's they're <laughs> getting it they're getting it from someone else and now they've decided yeah. to contact a professional because they'll probably get a better massage. And um, <laughs> you know, it's funny, I actually had a, a text from a guy and he sent me his photo and his stats and it was I'm um, 62225 uh businessman in town for the weekend and looking looking for full service. Um, So there's, there are certain words that I, you know, in the book that I tell people to watch out for. And so I Google him, I Google his, I look him up on Facebook. I find him, I find his wife and I wrote him back and I said, I don't think Caitlin will like that very much. He was probably shitting his pants. I wish everyone could see my face right now. Like, that is so brilliant, (laughs) bringing his wife into it. (laughs) What is she going to do? So he wrote back immediately, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm so sorry. And he's probably still wondering if some massage therapist is going to message his wife at some point. (laughs) Oh, he's shitting his pants for sure. (laughs) When we had um, Emily Muse on, she's the owner of two licensed body rub parlors in the GTA. And she actually told us, and I think our first interview, that majority of her clients, so like the the guys that come in to see her girls, are businessmen mm-hmm. and married men who are in shitty, unhappy relationships. And that's oh, yeah. like the majority of her clientele. These aren't single guys because single guys can just go out and pick up chick. I mean, not right now, but normally can just go out and pick up girls and whatever. But it's mostly these unhappy men who you know aren't getting it from their wife so they're going there like ooh, it, yeah it's the same thing I've, i attended trade shows for 15 well now going on in like 20 years and it's the same thing <laughs> you see that happen all the time so you've done really cool stuff as i said you obviously can't mention names but you've treated celebrities you've treated professional athletes and you know you said earlier you'll sort of treat anyone you just really love massage, I guess. Do you see yeah. yourself staying in this profession forever? Are there any other crazy projects that are in your mind? If Paul's clo- if, if Paul's close by, you can whisper. <laughs> um, actually, that you say that. So when we came here and we got into isolation, he mentioned something about renting a hot tub. And I'm like, what? You can rent hot tubs? Can you rent hot tubs in Ontario? Yes, you can. You can rent okay. hot tubs. This is not a thing uh, in the U.S. I'm I'm baffled. <laughs> I'm blown away. I'm like, you're kidding. So he pulls up a website. I'm like, oh my God, call the guy right now. Like, we're going to rent it. Let's get it. So he calls the guy. He's like, I don't have it for a month. I only have it available for two weeks. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, okay, we we'll just get it for, let's, let's, he'll call us back. We'll get it for two weeks. And I'm like, he's like, settle down. There's more companies. And I'm like, <laughs> there's more than one person that does that. <laughs> so I, I put a post on Facebook and I was having friends text me and message me and comment on the post saying, you rented a hot tub? That's a thing? (laughs) New business plan. (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually talked to my friend who's in Florida and an entrepreneur as well. And she's a graphic designer. And I said, listen, this is our idea. You can't do this anywhere in, in the US that we have found. If you, we found a tub rental, but it was for the at-home birth tubs. So yeah, that's not quite um, the same. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's the next thing. But the first time I ever um, knew that you could rent hot tubs, I actually wasn't even in Canada. I was vacationing with a friend and we were in England. And one of our friends in England had like a backyard barbecue party. So we show up to this party and there's a hot tub. And I had been to this guy's house before and I was like, you definitely didn't have a hot tub like three days ago. He's like, yeah, we rented it for the party. I'm like, excuse me, you did what? <laughs> so I was as baffled as you are. But yes, it's a thing. You can rent hot tubs. Oh, yeah. We've been looking at trailers and storage units. And I'm like, but we need a crew. We can't get ahead of ourselves because we need some boys that are going to take this hot tub to said location and set it up. (laughs) (laughs) Can't take on anything else right now, but this is my brain like nonstop. I like it because this is exactly Mark. He believes everything is possible. A good idea. Let's run with it. Right? Exactly. Where do you think massage therapy can make more money in the States or in Canada? Now that you're you're seeing it all. Canada, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And my experience with what we do, because we do cupping education and we sell supplies um, from the conferences that I've attended, the CMC, uh, MTAM, the other conference, I'm going to say those are definitely the top two in uh, Canada that have been the most beneficial for us. Um, Canadians spend more money. They don't try to hustle you. They realize uh, quality education and um i just find in the u.s it's always somebody wanting a deal i mean i'm kind of the same way you have a coupon what's the deal what if i buy five of these (laughs) (laughs) when i first started watching like extreme couponers in in the states i was like how can i do this but it isn't a thing in canada like how you can't rent hot tubs in the states <laughs> i can't get things for free by having like coupons and the store just like that doesn't exist Couponing here in the states <laughs> is blank like it's to a canada. it's a business <laughs> what is, oh, it is. she's from hi- she's from okay? high school and she does th- does this and the amount of stuff. I mean, she will literally post a picture of her whole garage full of stuff and says, Oh, I spent $80 on this. And I'm talking $700 worth of stuff. It's insane. This is bullshit. This is bull. Because seriously, when I was off on my first maternity leave, I said to Mark, don't worry, don't worry, I'm going to be useful at home. I'm going to coupon. No, that's not a thing here. Like I can what I can save 40 cents on something big fucking deal (laughs) it's not the same is there anything else you want to ask michelle about or should we i mean i guess the book is still a baby i guess we can't really have an anticipated release date for that yet no i well i'm still in the process it's pretty much finished but i've been i have notes all over the place i have notes in my phone i have notes in a notepad i have notes in (laughs) dropbox i have notes written in pieces of paper over here because i'll just like where am i and i write something down because i can't if i don't write it down then it's gone (laughs) so um i would say probably definitely the content will be done before i leave here in july um but getting it published and all that, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to self-publish it or 
how exactly that uh, route is going to go. So I'm going to be um, conversating with a couple of people to help me decide what I should do. Um, but I feel like I'm going to release the course hopefully by fall. And as of right now, it'll just be online. I might do one or two live ones. Um, I have a lot to say, so I don't know how long it's going to be. <laughs> I feel like it's better that I have written it out like a book and then I can now create the PowerPoint to, you know, time it better because I could go on and on and on and on about this subject. Do you have a working title for either the course or the book or both? Um, I'm going to call the co the course Mobile Massage Mastery. I think that's going to be for the book too. Uh, the method that the method that works. I like it a lot. Right on. Why don't we do this then? Why don't you give out some contact information where people can find you, where they can find all the cupping stuff as well, all the courses? Go the for it. The group, the courses. Yeah, all of it. Okay. I'll start with Cupping Canada first. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube under Cupping Canada and Cupping USA. For Mobile Massage Mastery, you can join the group. I also have the Facebook page and well as the website, mobilemastery.com. CuppingCanada.com, CuppingInternational.com. You're a busy lady, Michelle. <laughs> and soon to be Rentatub.com. <laughs> <laughs> you are not kidding. I, I don't think that one was available. We, that was the one the for domain. <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, listen, my agency, my friend, she does all my design. And as soon as I mention an idea, she's like, I'm buying this domain and this domain and this domain. <laughs> so I already have like six domains for the. <laughs> mobile massage mastery because she tries to think of any, you know, taglines or another business that or you know, a website I could just have with a basic page and then redirect it to mine or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it be. So I know you know how to market and get people uh yeah. <laughs> into where you want them. And so far it's uh unbelievable. <laughs> I have a personal question for you, Michelle, before we finish off tonight. Um, correct me on the tagline, but you and Paul had a, a personal sort of tagline or saying when we met you a couple of years ago, that was something along the lines of our life is better than your vacation. Was that it? Yes. Yes. That's what I have used the hashtag for a very long time. I actually, it was a company at a concert that I met when I was working backstage and they're based out of Florida and they, I love skulls and they had a shirt with it and it said, my life is better than your vacation. So I bought the shirt, I bought the bumper tag or bumper sticker and it's been on my car. And when it, uh, the sun burnt it to a crisp. I got a new one and I got a new tank top. So that's uh, <laughs> kind of my life. It's funny because I see people pull up behind me and they read it and they laugh or they'll say, I like your bumper sticker. I loved it. The first time I heard that from you guys, I was like, that is fucking awesome. That is literally like my only goal in life to not feel like I need a vacation from it. So I know because of COVID, you know, you guys have had to slow down your traveling because you and Paul love to travel and explore when traveling becomes a thing again. And we're going to keep our fingers crossed that that's going to become a thing again very soon. Do you guys already have plans? Is there somewhere you want to visit? Is there somewhere you're dying to go? I've been stuck in isolation for a while. We have already probably trips planned till 2023. <laughs> So where's the first place you're going? Because Florida was open, we actually, at the end of December, we went and did a timeshare tour and ended up purchasing a timeshare. So, so 
who knows where we will be going with that. I, um, our next trip is we have the AMTA conference, uh, the national conference at the end of August nice. in Tampa, Florida. We have a booth there with Cup in Canada, number 207. Um, and then after that, we drive back to the east coast of Florida and head to Miami to go to Lake Tahoe for our first timeshare trip. And nice. for courses, we our first one is going to actually be at Lake Louise, the Fairmont. Um, we have taught their spa cupping before, and we are going back. And we are also doing our first in-person training since COVID. Um, we did do a small one in Winnipeg. There was 10 people. That was the max. That would have been, I think, in July. So um, I would imagine by May, things will be picked up here in Canada, but in the U.S. we have a couple of uh, small AMTA chapter conferences that we're going to be teaching at. Um, and I don't think we are going to be teaching in person that much. Um, there's a lot of expenses involved and, you know, when we do go somewhere to teach, it'll be because we want to go to this place to have a vacation and teach a course and then spend a week and go home. I love it. I dig it. I've I've actually been there. Mark's like, oh, I don't know. I've actually been there. As Canadians, I don't think Canadians travel their own country as much as Americans do. Honestly, I feel no, like I, I feel like a lot of Canadians have not seen coast to coast. So when you mention a place I've actually been, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've actually been to Lake Louise. Right. <laughs> it is so beautiful. It we, is beautiful. You know, and, and we have just been talking about maybe doing like destination courses and charging a bit of money and bit more um, and providing lunch and having a yoga class in the morning or just, you know, making it be a little bit more fun um, for someone to want to spend more money to drive to a place that is also a destination they might want to see. So, so it's a educational vacation. I love it. You should see. We we tried to go on a hike yesterday, and I'm like, "What is that place over there?" He's like, "Oh, it's you can rent it." I'm like, "Oh my god, we should do a cupping course here." I'm like, "How awesome would that be?" And then for lunch, they can come out and go look at the bison. Like, who wouldn't <laughs> want to do that? And I'm like, "We got to find a company. We got to get box lunches. We got to do this, and we'll get keto and vegan and vegetarian." And <laughs> you give me a headache, Michelle. You give me a I headache know. because oh, you're Dr. just you are just like my husband. <laughs> And we can do this and this and this. Well, you know what? I love that there are people like you and like Mark who always have new projects and new ideas because it keeps things interesting. You know, we we are lucky, me and Paul, and I'm sure Paul contributed to some of your success just as I've contributed a little bit to Mark's, but people like you guys who are like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's do things. It's awesome. You are definitely meant to be an entrepreneur. You were never meant to work for somebody. And I know we don't have time to get into this, but I still have not wrapped my head around the fact that your your professional career started as a preschool teacher. <laughs> I don't I don't quite see how that fits in, but hey, I guess if you love kids, you love kids. It's <laughs> that I can send home. I get that, man. I had a rough day with my children today. <laughs> I feel for you. 
It's, you know, when I go to someone's house and their children are having a meltdown or they keep coming in the room, you know, I have one little girl, she was three years old. And every time I would massage her mother, she would come in and she would imitate me on the other side of the table and trying to do what I was doing. And, you know, some parts I'll put my knee up on the table just to get at a certain angle. And she's over here, Kenny, hardly even taller than the table. And she's trying to put her leg up on the table and it's just... So it's, uh, yeah, kids are great. I just play with them and send them along. (laughs) You are one smart woman. (laughs) Hey, nobody got time for that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was super fun. And like I said, we enjoy very much having people that we really like and respect in the industry. And I love all the things you're doing. And I'm excited for people to join the group because in 10 days, like my phone is literally blowing up with people posting in this group all the time now that I'm a part of it. So (laughs) I love it. Keep it going. Oh, and we are all going to see each other again on June 12th. Is that the date? For oh, this? we didn't even mention that. June 11th. The, June 11th. The uh, stu- what is it? Student Success Student, Summit yeah. <laughs> for the CMC. So yeah, Michelle is on the panel as well. I know, right on. This is fun. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace. <laughs>